So let's just use an example. Let's say you're a businesswoman. Let's say um, your name is Diane Decker. And you love your work. You love working with flowers and stuff. And um, I hire you to, because I'm not a gardener, to plant some flowers. And then, you know, the charge is 50 bucks. But because I'm generous, I give her a $100 bill. Because, um, you know, I'm very generous. She goes to the bank and she deposits it. And that bank teller says, oh, Diane, uh, this is counterfeit $100 bill. And Diane says, you know, that's really odd because I thought it was strange that, you know, the face on it was Mickey Mouse and the ink came right off in my hands. And, you know, the teller would be like, yeah, there's kind of tells, there's signs that it's counterfeit. Um, now, no offense, I don't know if there's a Diane out there, but if you're a Diane Decker and you say, you know what, I'm never going to use money again. You didn't learn your lesson. Your, your cynicism made you a fool. If you said, ah, you know, I'm going to be very good at detecting anything that's counterfeit from now on, that would make you wise. So I just use that example that religion works the same way. Um, what Jesus is against greatly is counterfeit religion. In the same way, if the ink comes off in your hand and it's a picture of Mickey Mouse, you know it's counterfeit. There's always tells that religion is being counterfeit. And counterfeit religion is hypocrisy. So uh, what Christ advocates is that we be able to pick out hypocrisy. And I just think it's amazing that in the Gospel of Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus is very Jewish. Um, and just before this, the chapter before this, Jesus makes it clear he wants to establish a church. So, like Gospel of Matthew, Jesus loves church structure. So anybody who says, and I know I've said this, I don't believe in organized religion, then you don't believe in Christ. Christ in the Gospel of Matthew wants an organized religion, so he just goes over, I want to establish a church and have it organized. But then the next chapter, he says, and to the crowds and to his disciples, and he's going to get into this, all these woe are you. And woe are you if you can't pick out counterfeit religion. I just love that. So we should be able to pick out counterfeit religion. And I have to tell you, like, um, in my 31 years of priesthood, I've gotten very good at picking out counterfeit. Um, like I, I was thinking during the psalm, the Lord delights in his people. And one of the tells, like the ink coming off the dollar bill, one of the tells of counterfeit religion is sometimes you meet these people that are so dour that all they have is criticism for everything. Um, there's no delight in them. And St. Philip Neri said, you know, if there's no joy in a parish, um, they may be filled with a lot of hypocrites. There's all these little tells that if we really want to be disciples of Christ, we want to have lives of holiness and delight. We should be able to pick out counterfeit religion. And then he goes through these examples about the Pharisees. And the Pharisees, that would have shocked the crowds because the Pharisees were the super, like there's... The Pharisees had hundreds and hundreds of rules and condemnations. So it makes it look like they take religion very serious. But, but Jesus points out they don't take it serious. 
They create all these rules and then they have loopholes to their rules that just make people, a child, a child of Gehenna, which means a child of hell, um, they proclaim that they love God, they have all these rules, but they make people a child of Satan. That should scare the pants off you. Um, so this sounds kind of strange. Um, yeah, we want to be able to pick out hypocrisy. We want to make sure that we don't become hypocrites. And this is one of my big issues. I have a lot of issues. I have a lot of issues. But it drives me up the wall when people say, well, you know, we're all hypocrites. No, we're not. We're all sinners. We are all sinners. We are not all hypocrites. A hypocrite is somebody, it, the Greek word would be actor, somebody who uses religion, uses this fake image of religion to oppress other people. We're not all hypocrites. Um, we may be sinners, you know, struggling to become more holy, but we're not misusing religion to project a false image of who we are so that we can take advantage of other people. And like, today is the feast day of St. Augustine. Now, I have to tell you, like, I, he's one of my top 20 favorite saints. I took him as my confirmation name because when I was in junior high, I happened to, I found his book, The Confession, and I started to read it, and I loved it. And it slightly changed my life, because just reading The Confessions, I fell in love with theology. Um, and I knew I wanted to become a priest. So when I got confirmed, I took the name Augustine, because even in junior high, I love theology. Um, and Augustine, uh, he was uh, technically baptized Catholic, uh, but then he... Um, leaves the Catholic faith. Um, super brilliant, one of our greatest theologians. Brilliant. But you know what got him back to the Catholic Church? I mean, his poor mother prayed and prayed and prayed. But what really got him back to the Catholic Church is that he meets this guy, St. Ambrose. And St. Ambrose also is brilliant. But it wasn't the intellect of St. Ambrose that converted Augustine, it was his authenticity. And the opposite of a hypocrite is somebody who is authentic. Uh, the word righteous, blessed are the righteous, somebody who's righteous means that they're completely authentic. And so I just, on the feast of St. Augustine, um, I love him, but with this reading, my prayer that, is that all of us become incredibly authentic people and give the world an example of what true religion is. And hopefully, we're clever enough to be able to pick out over a lifetime what is counterfeit religion and what is authenticity. One is the way of Christ, the other the way of Satan. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.